Hello, everybody. This is Charlie Transmutation, and I just committed theft. That's right, theft. I totally stole shit from those people. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, we got a little trinket here, a rabbit's foot, and is that a human toe? What the actual? Well, welcome back to the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crits. I am the Almighty Crit, Aaron. And this week, we're going to do something a little different. I'm going to have you guys go ahead and introduce your Patreon-exclusive episode characters. For the upcoming Patreon episode, Paladins, A Day in the Life. So go ahead, starting with Mark. Uh, my name is Mark. I'm currently playing the character known as Kamal on the regular show. On the Patreon show, I'll be playing a character. Uh, give me just a second. Sorry. <laughs> Bring it up on D&D Beyond. Yeah. D&D Beyond. Damn it. <laughs> well, you can't have multiple character sheets open at once. Oh. And so I got to go back because I've been trying to do that. Um, character known as Dingal. <laughs> He's a seven foot... Or just over seven and a half foot tall, Goliath, uh, who is very handsome and extremely fashionable. <laughs> I'm so ready for this. <laughs> and that's who I'll be playing. Uh, all right, Daniel. I'm Daniel. I'm playing Tariff, the rogue mouseling charlatan. And in the Patreon episode, I will be playing Sir Barrister the Twelfth, <laughs> an awakened bear. Yes, I'm a bear with anger issues. Well, he's a bear. His background? He's a bear. <laughs> bear. Barrington. Barrister. 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 That's awesome. Oh, the Twelfth. So Don't forget the Twelfth. There's so there's eleven before there's me. There's eleven before you. <laughs> uh, all right, Michelle. All right, well, I'm Michelle, and I play Blixenix, an artificial battlesmith gremlin. And for the paladins, I will be playing Waywalket. She is a gnome, and she is an ex-exotic dancer. (laughs) Her dancer's name is Gizmo. (laughs) That's spectacular. (laughs) I'm so ready for this episode. I'm not even going to lie. Uh... All right, Ariel. I'm Ariel. I play the Warlock Osman. And for Paladins, I'm going to play Anora. She's human who stands for justice. And you got to clown around with these clowns? Oh, yes. Justice will be served. <laughs> oh, yes. As long as we all look good doing it. <laughs> all right, so. You can catch this Patreon-exclusive episode uh, towards the end of the month. It is going to be a day in the life of paladins fresh out of recruitment center. And uh, we're doing a uh, Super Trooper style, so check that out. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode. Where we last left off, you guys had just had a mighty fight with 
a small kraken, a young kraken. And unfortunately, one of your party members met an untimely demise. Uh, tears were shed, hearts were broken, and cats were punched in the face. <laughs> wow. And from there, uh, you guys gained a new ally, Camorio, who is a Baylor. You guys have traveled now for a total of a day on the ship. And when we bring you guys back in, this will be the start of day two. So, I leave the floor to you. So, you said it's the beginning of day two. Yeah. Uh, I will be out on deck uh, training with my sword and shield. So, you can just picture him going, yeah. I'm just going to sit there and watch him. From the side. I'm brooding in my room. I don't think it's like a hiya-hiya. It's like a 15-foot-tall dude <laughs> like slicing through the air with a human sides, like a sword the size of a human being. It's like a six-foot-tall sword. Yeah. He's very majestic. <laughs> what are you doing, Tara? I'm going to be eating extra food. What kind of food? Uh, Leftovers, perchance? Like, you mean the pie? Yeah. Maybe that'll be last resort, but I need, like, food food first, so. (laughs) All right. As you guys are doing your own individual things, Camorio, you start to hear a high-pitched noise, and then it pops in your ear. I'm going to, like, stop mid-swing and, like, cock my head to the side as if trying to listen for something. Good, Camorio? Yes? This is Azrael. What do you wish? I, uh, I regret to inform you that I have heard word that the plague one may May no longer be alive. You're sure of this? I'm not 100%, but when you reach mainland, I'm sure there will be answers. I shall investigate further. I do know you detest lengthy travel, so if you request it, I may have our sister uh, expedite her I shall investigate, and if I find nothing, I shall return. Do you wish to be expedited to land? Well, it would get me off this boat with that infernal cat. As you wish. And you hear the high-pitched noise again and the pop. And... I would hold on, everybody. Our journey is about to be cut short. In about two seconds, the sky immediately goes black, just pitch black. And you see this figure in the sky drape down in a gliding manner onto the deck with 
bone white wings, long white hair, and a scowl worn upon her face. Though she is beautiful, she does look like someone not to fuck with. <laughs> that face. <laughs> you said a scowl, so yeah, I decided, scowl. decided to do a scowl. You know? <laughs> Because all the folks at oh home my can God. see my scale. My yeah, yeah, they totally can. <clears throat> and we enter Celeste. What the fuck am I here for again? Um, Our journey needs to be expedited to the port we're going to. Because apparently my prey has... I I don't care. I really don't. So I'm just going to snap my fingers and everyone's at port. You're welcome. Thank you, mistress. Next time, don't bug me. I and then she disappears. Pops out of existence. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are suddenly at port in the dead of night. All right. Let's get this investigation underway. The faster I can get away from mortals, the happier I shall be. Everyone who is not... Essentially, Camoriel, or you, Osmond, remembers a lengthy, exhausting journey to port. Nothing seems amiss to you. As the crew begins to drop anchor and send out plank, the captain comes up brings you in particular husband the suit of armor okay I'm gonna look at him and you really think I can carry all that I I not sure what you want me to do with it throw it overboard I have the helmet right mm-hmm. okay we can bury it as some kind of right to him if we wish. You bury bodies, not metal. Well, this was his temporary body. Can you guys do what you want with it? Is, is Charlie with us? No. Charlie's gone. Thank the heavens. I'm gonna walk away. Where, where did his sword go? Uh, my knife. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably still on the ship. No one picked it up. I'm gonna look for his knife. Uh, roll me a search or an investigation. investigation. Sorry. Call Cthulhu going through my head. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, you do manage to find it, hidden behind some barrels. Oh yeah. Yoink. <laughs> Yoink. So. Captain Aperture bids you a good day and you for journey into the city of Mildspire. As you walk down the port, you happen to pass a pole with a wanted flyer on it. It says, Wanted. Asimar by the name of... Reyna. 
reward is 12,000 gold pieces. That's a lot of gold. Boy, we're very lucky that uh, my temptations are gone. Yay, me. Indeed. Right, I have some investigating to do. Same. Goodbye. Well, that's the thing. I'm still going to have to follow you for these investigations. I walked away. <laughs> I'm following. Can't hide from me. <laughs> right. So where are you walking to, since this is your hometown? So I'm going to realize that big guy's following me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn around. I need your help. And... That would be with what? I need to figure out a certain ship that's come in here. It would have been a slaver ship, but obviously the, it wouldn't be recorded as such. So you need help finding a ship that came from the continent that we just came from. About the same time this slaver ship would have arrived. Exactly. Well... I believe we need to go to the harbor master's office. So let us uh, start there and we'll work from there. Would I know where that is? Uh, yes. Okay, so okay, I'm going to head that way then. Uh-huh. So you two, come along quickly. I am. I'm skipping behind you guys. Okay. <laughs> and I'm sure the little one is... Uh, ogling you. Ogling me and following me closely. All righty. So point me in the direction of this harbor master's office and we'll go in there and I'll begin the conversation and you just tell them the information that we need. Great. So I'm going to point him in the direction. Okay. So you know that the harbor master's office for Mildspire is located towards the front gate. However, it is also an area where there are inspections conducted periodically and the people who conduct the inspections can see through magical disguise as they utilize rings of anti-magic or true sight accordingly to figure out if people are trying to import illegal goods through disguise. It is the dead of night, so, you know, it's a chance. So, listen. I can't come with you, though. Alrighty. I take it because of your disguise? Yeah, let's just say it out loud for everyone to hear. There's nobody around listening, so... There's ears everywhere. I forget that. More dead people are paranoid. (laughs) Sorry, mortals. Didn't mean to insult you again. I'm over it already. All right. Um, you three stay here, and I'll go talk to the harbor master and see what we can find out. I'll follow him. Okay. <laughs> I'm sticking with you, Tariff. So we're going to cut to you two going to the harbor master. <laughs> yes. As you walk to the front gate, there is a large sign above a stone door um, that reads Harbor Master's Office. Now, this door is embedded into the walls that surround Mildspire. Okay. The walls themselves are about 40 feet tall. 
and completely made out of elaborate stonework. Stonework does appear to be dwarven. I'll give you that because of your age. Um, but yeah. And I've been here before. Oh yeah, you have been to Malzbar. Yes. Alrighty, I'm gonna go and knock on the door. Okay. As you do, the door slides open and a small little halfling in a nightcap, nightgown, answers the door with candle in hand. I have business to conduct. <laughs> but it's so late at night. I'm sorry. Ugh, uh, fine. My ship only just arrived. Ah, uh, tis the burden. Uh, you come in. Thank you. I'll step through the door. Okay. As you step through the door, you see that there is a small wooden desk with about six lined wooden chairs in front of it and one chair behind it. Um, and there's Quinn, Quill, Quinn. There's Quill and ink and parchment on the table. He pulls the one seat back and proceeds to sit down and kind of jumps it forward. And he ushers to you both to sit down. I'll stand. Thank you. So, uh, uh, ship name. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know that. I arrived on the ship mid-trip. Didn't quite catch the name of it. So, are you the captain, or...? I was just a passenger. Then why are you bothering me? Because I'm looking for another ship that arrived. Um, it would have been... How long ago was it that other ship arrived? Was it like two days? Before us? Did you tell him? I would have yeah, given they, him the information okay. about yeah. it. Say, so yeah, I would have been about two days prior. Uh, two days before our arrival tonight. Or this morning. Um, well, there's only one problem with that. And that would be? Um, information such as shipments, exports, and imports, are allotted to only official personnel. Well, seeing that I am the warden of Univeris, just a... just a... just a... (laughs) 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 Words. I can't say it. I'm tongue-tied right now. Justificer. (laughs) Justificer? Yeah, Justificer of Her Majesty... I have full right to investigate any ships that are suspected of human trafficking and slave trade. The only problem with that is, uh, we don't believe in make-believe here. So, unless you have actual authority, you can leave now. Are you questioning the rule of my goddess? I'm questioning said existence of goddess. You doubt the gods? I doubt a false god. I assure you, sir, she is not a false god. Well, until the time presents itself that I believe this, I'm going to need you to get the fuck out. 
I am asking as nicely as I possibly can. Don't <clears throat> want me to ask any other way. So he kind of scoots his chair back, raw, walks over to the wall where there is a bell and a long rope hanging, and he... Before he reaches it, I'm going to crack my uh, fiery whip and try to intimidate him into stopping. Uh, go ahead and roll an intimidation. A few seconds. He's got the whip out. Rawr. <laughs> Uh, there's 15. 15. <laughs> it's to dice on D&D Beyond. <laughs> I was like, uh, I had the sound effect. Don't uh, you touch it. It's ice dice. They dissolve when they... I am... Nope, that's wrong. That's right. That's the one. Okay, you said 15? Yes. Okay, yep. So he immediately stops in his track and looks at you wide-eyed. I told you... I am the warden of Univeris. If I have to call down justice upon this office to get my jurisdiction, I shall do so, and I shall bring all of my officers with me, and we will tear this office apart until I find the information that I am looking for, mortal. Now I ask you one more time. Where are the manifests for the ships? Hey, everybody, it's the Almighty Crit. We wanted to give a big shout out to our new patrons, our dragons. Uh, our dragons this episode are Marquita Moore and Lupus underscore Malum. Thank you guys for all you do for us. And thank you for being patrons. You guys are awesome. And because of you, we can keep producing this amazing content and more amazing future content later on down the road. Uh, if you guys want to be a patron too, you can always check us out on Patreon at patreon.com backslash fumbling number four and the almighty crit. So once again, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Hello there. This is Mr. Tittles. Coming to invite you to join us on the Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries, a live play Call of Cthulhu podcast where we explore the dark, dangerous, and mysterious aspects of the mythos. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon and wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you soon. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get the manifest. And he scurries on over to the desk and rips a drawer and it just falls to the ground and he starts throwing papers sporadically out. And finally he grabs one and he goes, Here! Thank you. I'm going to take it and... He just bolts. He bolts down the hall. I'm going to glance at it really quickly mm -hmm. and see if it roughly matches the description of the ship that she's looking for. So the ship is called the SS Carage, and it was labeled as a spice and trade ship. 
coming from the same city. Same and city and destination port. Yep. Alrighty. I'm going to walk out of the office and put that in my satchel that I have. Okay. And walk back to the group. Okay. Little one in tow. He's so strong. She's mesmerized by the whip. Huh. He's such a man. Did you see how he handled that guy? No, I didn't. He was not there. I have the papers for you. I'm going to pull out the manifest and hand them over. Okay, I'm going to read it. Yep, same information. Okay. So now what? Well, I do believe you have some tracking down to do. And I have some footwork to do to discover if my prey has indeed left this plane or not. Great. I need you, Osmond, to roll me a constitution saving throw. Or, no, sorry. Yes, constitution saving throw. Yeah. Twenty-two. You have failed. Whoa. Well, I would have had a crit then. <laughs> it's okay. You wanted to fail this. Oh, I love failure. So as you're standing there, you go glossy-eyed. Your eyes glaze over. Everyone else looks at you, and you're just stone-faced. As standing in front of you is an armor-clad, tall individual carrying a chef's knife with his hand on his hip tapping his foot. And what is this all about? How the fuck did you get here? Uh, You're dead. I know this. So why are you here? I have no clue. But now that I'm back on this plane, you can see me in my human form. I'm gonna look down. You're still a tin can. Why? You, I'm stuttering. <clears throat> you asked that like I fucking know. Someone summoned me back here. I assume you have more imagination than this stupid armor of this. I need you to roll me because the whispers are still going on right now in your head. I need you to roll me a listen. Or perception, sorry. Listen based. Definitely been playing too much Cthulhu. Yeah, we have. <laughs> Eight. Ah, uh, no. Okay. So you can't make out the whispers. Um so yeah, you can't you can't understand, it's just whispers. But I am here now. What is it that you need? So you two, well, you three, see her standing there talking to herself. Uh, are you okay over there? You seem to be talking to yourself. Do I hear him? Camorio? Yeah. Yeah. Do I see him, though? Mm-hmm. Oh. You can't, you can't, see, you two don't see him standing right here. You're right. She's losing it. See who? Gaston. <laughs> He's not around anymore. He's standing right. Gaston, talk to them. I'm afraid you're the only one that can see me. 
Honey, people grieve in different ways. It's okay. I'm not a honey. Can I, as the spirit of Gaston, pick up, like, objects? Uh, you can. I'm going to pick up a handful of dirt and be like, boo! And, like, throw it at, uh, <laughs> throw it at Blix. Okay. <laughs> so you get dust in your eyes. Ah, why did you do that? Gaston did that. Oh my gosh, he's losing it. Like, I'm going to start drawing in the dirt. And it's going to say, um, crap, now i got to come up with something funny. <laughs> Just to screw with Blix. Um, I heard that. Like, Yeah, draw out in, in the dirt like I heard that. When when did you goblin? When did you put that? He's a ghost. Um, if a tin can can become a ghost, well, well they can. I'm a spirit. The tin, the the armor was just a vessel that held my spirit. Well, clearly it followed you to the afterlife because you're still no. A tin can. My body is what I have in the afterlife. This tin can is the only imagination that you have of me. So you well, technically, chose... I've never seen your true form. So read a book sometimes. You'll find my picture. I read plenty of books. Obviously, not my cookbooks. Why would I read cookbooks? Because uh, it's great advice on how to cook. Your cooking is not even that great. How dare you! I vanish, and he disappears. I was kidding. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so. After he disappears, the other three look at you wide-eyed as you just had an argument with yourself. Now, I kind of went into uh, Gaston. (laughs) (laughs) It's Camorio with a French accent. (laughs) A French demon. It's never anything easy to do. Uh, (laughs) No. Camariel's going to look down at you and say, um, now, I know that you're not crazy, because believe me, I've seen crazier. If you say that he was there, he is most likely a guide, someone to show you along the way, to be there as a companion, so to say. Exactly what he said. So. (laughs) Wow, you're whipped. So. You make me uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) As you guys are standing there talking, you hear this distortion in the air. Almost like a warping sound. And I need all of you to roll perceptions. I'm going to uh, draw my sword either way. 12. Okay. It's a 21. No dice for you. 13. 21s, you got it. 13, no dice. Nine. No. So I guess Camario's the only one. Why am I the, always the only one that ever notices anything? Fitting. As you draw your blade and you turn, you see a hooded figure approaching the group of you. Identify yourself, stranger. Silence, brother. Is it Jace... Yeah, he pulls his head down, and it's JCL. JCL, where have you been? 
And does he look twisted and... He looks normal, but you can tell by his face. You know, he still has his short brown hair and... He just looks... The blue eyes. Tired. He looks tired and worn and just exhausted. Brother, let me take you back. He just walks past you straight to Osmond. What is your business with her? Him? Him. My apologies, mortal. Seems my theory is correct. About what? Well, did you happen to have a visit from an old friend? Sure. Well, Camario's half right. He's a guide of sorts, but he's a guardian spirit. One summonable and can be used for a limited amount of time. Which means the plagued one is no more. So it is true. Well, she's the proof. Thank the heavens I can leave this plane. I grew tired of mortals anyway. They're defiant and reckless. I'm really glad you don't talk like him. Yeah, me too. I was worse. So he taps his staff, and this staff is a coiled, gnarled, disgusting thing with a green oozing tentacle at the top and as soon as he taps it the tentacle just kind of straightens out and curves into like a blade and as it turns he brings it to your throat I'm going to step back shield like up and Mm -hmm. sword like pose in a thrusting position and say sacrilege what have you done I did what was necessary this is beyond the pale no. Comorel. You know who I serve. You have done something against her wishes. Have you awakened something you shouldn't have? Speak. On the contrary. I'm doing everything I can to keep what I locked away eons ago. Locked away. I need answers. You'll get them in time, Comorel. In due time. Now, I would suggest you hold your tongue when you speak to these quote-unquote mortals as you do not understand the power that they possess. I don't care about their power. I just serve the justice of my majesty. Hmm. Well, then I guess you should run along and tell her all that you've seen today. I will. And I shall return. I'm going to stab the ground and basically return to where I came from. So, before you go, I need Camorio to make a wisdom saving throw. Are we going to hear more cool dice sounds? I muted my computer. (laughs) That is very noisy. (laughs) Uh, It's an 18. Okay. Camoriel succeeds, but he is still going to take a fear, point of fear. Okay. 
uh, as you get ready to disappear and you see this flash of a horrific monster across JCL's face, it catches you by surprise. And with a fiery bolt of lightning, Camorial is gone. Now that the boring snob is gone. Yeah, I thought I was bad. I need you to understand something. It's only going to get worse from here. And Gaston is truly gone. I'm well aware of that. And when you lose these powers, that will be the end of your contact with them. Yeah, I came to terms with his death already, so... Good. Then we have nothing more to discuss. Except... There might be something more to that document than meets the eye. I'll say no more. Or you could just be a cool, you know, patron and just tell me where to go. Yeah, but what lessons would you learn from that? You know what? A lot. A lot of lessons. A lot of good life lessons that would point me in the direction of goodness. Well, in the words of my wonderful wonderful wife I'm gonna fuck off now and with a snap he disappears and that's the reason why I follow you <laughs> I'm gonna grab the documents out and try to look at them close closely closelier <laughs> closer <laughs> I'm tired um, nothing nothing seems amiss to you You know. Hmm. I'm going to think in my little warlock brain. Okay. Of something. <laughs> Who could I take this to that could possibly read um, magic or something? Detect some sort of something i'll give you an intelligence roll on this if you'd like since you are in tune with magics and you are harnessing some magics from the weave Twenty-two. Twenty-two. okay from what you can tell you're not sensing anything magical about this but that's not a confirm it just doesn't seem magical to you. A simple piece of paper being magical doesn't make sense. But with a 22, I can also give you what does make sense is you know some shady dealings do go around on this city. And shady st dealings still have to be documented. But they are documented just like the shady dealings that do go on in the dark. Am I in a lit area? It's fucking lit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are in a lit area. Told you. I'm going to go to a darker area. Okay, so you go down an alley. Okay. And once you get down this alley, you see a faint yellowish glow from the backside of the documents. Okay, I'm going to... He said the backside, so I'm going to look at the backside. So, 
as you do this, you see that the manifesto still matches somewhat. It's still the same ship name, same destination, same from port. However, the goods that it was carrying have changed. It says slaves to be sold to Kamadra. Wonderful. We're going on a trip. We've been on lots of trips. We're going on another one. Yay. (laughs) All right. So that is where we will end this episode here. Seems like a good stopping point to me. Oh, no. Why? (laughs) You suck. The audacity. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll catch you next week. Horse cock! (laughs) Hey, everybody. It's the Almighty Grit. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We love making these, and we're going to keep getting better. Big shout-out to all our patrons again. Thank you so much for everything you do, and thank you all for listening. You're just as wonderful. You guys are awesome, incredible. We love you. Without all of you, this show wouldn't be worth it. As always, intro, outro, we're done by Joseph McDade. Wonderful artist. Go check him out. Links in the show notes below. And if you want to hear more of our ridiculous antics, you can go check out one of our other shows on the Robots Radio Network, Call of Cthulhu, Mythos Mysteries. Or you can join us on Patreon, where we're going to release the exclusive Paladins episode. It's hilarious. Next week's episode, we're going to add a little bit of that exclusive episode to the end so everybody gets a little taste. And if you want to chat with us, we're always available, always ready to talk on Discord at the Robots Radio Network Discord. Links in the show notes below. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at 4 underscore crit. And if you love the show, let us know. Leave a review. We love them. We love to see them. (laughs) And it helps us grow. Uh, tell a friend we love welcoming new friends of our own till next time everybody keep those crits natural fellow survivors vault 76ers patriotic americans this is lieutenant colonel valeria of the new enclave follow our stories as our cast of characters emerge from the white springs bunker to face an uncertain future in an appalachia overrun with monsters but as i always say The wasteland isn't going to tame itself. Join us here on the Modus Files. We can be found on any Enclave-sanctioned network, including Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. Keep your Pip-Boys handy and listen for further instructions. Valeria out. Hi, I'm Fire Rider, and I'm the host of The Pixel People, a podcast dedicated to taking a close look at our favorite characters from our favorite video games. From major characters who define the course of a game's storyline, to smaller characters who you might have never noticed. Every week, we go beyond the quest line to examine a particular character's story arc and choices, and discover the real-world parallels and life lessons hidden just below the surface. I hope you'll join us. You can find the Pixel People on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts.